This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. Hey, good morning. It is Wednesday the 20th of February. Max Christopherson's on the phone. Max, there is no way that the Bay of Plenty can outdo Waikato today. It looks absolutely beautiful in <laughs> Hamilton. This is fantastic. Seriously, peddling across uh, Pirate Park today, the fog was up to my about my waist and that sunshine was just arising over the, you know, over, over your way. And, uh, and you could smell the mist. And it was just beautiful. The Hamilton balloon was hovering, not even moving over Hamilton City. The sky is beautiful and clear. You can almost taste today. It's so good. Hey, you know what? I think I need to move back home. There we go. Look, it works every time. Right, three... Hey, but look, it is, something, it is something serious, though, Mark. You know, I think Hamiltonians don't appreciate just how pretty the city is in my mind, in the autumn and spring uh, periods. Oh, yeah. you know, it's when the, the leaves are falling and when the leaves are coming back. And Hamilton is a beautiful city at that time of year in particular, and that's the time I think Hamiltonians need to stand up and just enjoy the fact they've got a very pretty town, and uh, I don't care what anyone else says, it's a wonderful place during those periods. Yeah, it's almost like we've got contained nature at places too, because I'm, I'm a bit of a yeah, fog yeah. I love fog, right? Fog, fog's, are, I think, a very intimate and quiet sort of a, a place. And a lot of people go, are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. It's, 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 it's a very peaceful place. And, and now, because of uh, such enormous urbanisation, you don't get the fog in town that you're used to. We're just not famous for fog anymore. As, but oh. you, you do get it in the, little, in the big parks, in the great big green areas. You know, you get that sort of mist. And it really is contained nature. It's quite lovely. But, hey, now listen. Three topics for you today. Three topics. Okay. Number one, question for you. What kind of country are we becoming... When we can see someone tucking toilet paper into their pocket, follow them along a beach, take a photo of them while they do number twos, and then sell it to the paper or give it to the paper. What are we? What Look, is- I had exactly that thought when I saw the story, thinking, one, uh, yeah, the behaviour isn't very good, but, mate, taking a camera and doing that is not very good either. Yeah. yeah. And here's something else that got me. A little bit before that, I was driving over to Wangmata. And uh, my car was in particularly fine spirit, so I thought, I'm going to have some uh, illegal fun on this road. Oh, no. Uh, which I'm sure will warm the heart of your, uh, <laughs> of your chief executive. Yeah, what did you and, do? Uh, and so I, I screened past this uh, particularly slow 70 or 80 kilometer old fuddy-duddy on the road and enjoyed uh, going faster than what I should have. And I thought, hmm, what if that guy has a camera in his car? Yeah. And I thought, we're under constant surveillance everywhere. I can't even enjoy doing 140k on a stretch of road, miles away from anyone, uh, to get past some fuddy-duddy on the road. Now, I know that's, that's not nice and it's illegal and all the rest of it, but the larger issue is, is where the hell is privacy coming into this when yeah. I just want to yeah. do things without a camera being on me everywhere? You know, I don't, I don't mind the fact that they... Do- you know, here's the thing, they dob them into... The was it the the ranger or the you know the authorities right and the person got duly fined okay that's that's absolutely fine but then they went to the newspaper they went yeah. to the, you know and it, really it just it says more about you than it does about the person taking a dump on the uh, taking a number two on the beach yeah it does and, and I think the really serious issue with all of this and this is something that I've been on about for a little while is is that. My great worry is that we are surrendering our privacy mm, and that there mm, are things... Mm, yeah. uh, for several years here, I refused to have an avatar on my column in the Waikato Times. Yeah. I finally had to concede, but I kind of liked being able to be the person that 
really just wrote ideas, and it didn't matter who the hell I was. It was the idea that I was interested in, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when all these cameras turn up on the beach over the summer, and, and then at concerts, and, and then on the road, and then when you're taking a pee at the beach or whatever it is, we are now a nation of surveillance experts, and we are constantly filming everything going on, whether it's on the road or whether it's on the beach, and it yeah. really worries me. It, yeah. I think, look, I've got to have some sense of privacy at some point where I said, no, you can't take my image and use it for that purpose, and, and we're, we're losing our privacy. And like we talked about last time, I think we were talking about filming concerts, you know, how many people have filmed concerts and never actually looked at the footage? You spend so much time filming it, you know. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, and our phones are—we're actually outsourcing our memories, aren't we? Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Question number two: Lime scooters, yay or nay? Uh, I don't have any experience with them, but after I rode your electric bike, I've been quite taken with the whole notion <laughs> of going quick on electric power. I have to say, that's awesome. Uh, but I, I think one of the things that's coming out of it, if I read it right, is these damn things are pretty fast, and as a result, they're pretty lethal. Yeah. So I've got to say probably a nay until we figure out what to do with these things. Because one of the things that happens here at the coast is there are a lot of guys that are skateboarding and riding their bikes on the footpath. And it really gets my goat because I have to drive back out of a drive with no sight. And sooner or later, my much-loved car is going to have some idiot that's going to be biking into it or lime scootering into it. I love the the way you think. It's like, oh, I'm I'm not worried about the poor pedestrian or scooter driver. My my much-beloved car might get a scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that's my priority. If, you, if you've got the road to ride your damn bike on, then use it. I can swear at you so where you're using your bloody Lycra. So you speed and you go, my much-loved car needed a bit of a run, it was feeling great. <laughs> you back into a pedestrian, my poor car. Goodness gracious me. Question about How lime, can you tell I'm in love with my car? The Lime scooters, what I do love about them is you, you can actually, and, and, and that whole GPS technology, what you can do is you can, call, you can do a thing called geofencing. Which means that uh, we, you know, and at the moment at the council, uh, we're looking at bylaws, you know, or, or the, how we manage this thing. Rather than over-regulating it, it's, you know, do we have no regulations or do we say certain speeds in certain places? Do we say helmets? All that sort of stuff. But one, with one thing I did discover, that you can do a thing called geofencing. And geofencing means that you could say, right, the CBD is a 15K zone. Everywhere else, you can go up to 25. And you, you, because of the GPS, it can actually put limiters on within that area which is kind of cool, uh, and it also means it can draw it to a stop when you get out of that certain area, so it locks up the wheels, which I think is what might have happened in Auckland as the people were careering off down hills. Ah, uh, got it, okay. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, that's, that is the risk, when you come Well, look, the, the, worst ca- the worst case scenario is this, Mark, is that we'll, get, we'll have these guys doing 20Ks in 50-kilometre zones, and someone's going to film it and send it to council. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> as they stop by the bank. and Yeah, well, anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> Number three. Council just yesterday um, banned vaping everywhere that smoking is banned, and that, that really went under the radar. Look, I, I, I think this one is a good one, and, and let me tell you why. One of the things that happened while I was passing this old fuddy-duddy, you know, doing 140k, is I noticed that a couple of cars that I also passed at the same time were vaping at the same time as they were driving, and all I could see was a few yeah. white stuff coming out of the car. Yeah. Now, the thing that gets me a little bit with this is I'm becoming increasingly sensitive to how old I'm getting. And uh, one of the things that I'm getting really frustrated with is the visual pollution of tattoos everywhere. That's driving me nuts. Yeah. What's, what is also part of that equation is not only am I getting over tattoos really rapidly, but tattoos that are vaping at the same time. And I'm thinking, mate, I'm so oh, old. Come on. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just not in the cool zone anymore. How judgmental I'm old. Well, that's what got me about the debate yesterday. There were several councillors there who were saying, I just think it looks disgusting. No. 
I thought, hold on a minute, you're really encroaching. And I said, look, I tell you what we should do first is we should actually put a a ban on puffer jackets and shorts. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's about as relevant as it was because the DHB got up and they said, oh, well, we don't actually have um, a hell of a lot of data on, on the health risks of it at all. And I thought, well, there you go. So I actually voted no. I voted, let's, uh, let's, you know, okay, the smoking ban, yep, cool, that's, there's so much documented evidence that smoking is, is a terrible thing. We get that and uh, Māori health and, and all that. But vaping, to me, is a step away from smoking. And why are we punishing and restricting people who are trying to give up smoking? There's still a huge amount of people who are vaping to give up smoking or to replace smoking. It's a far better habit. It doesn't, the secondhand vape, there's no data at all about that. What are we doing here? Here's here's an interesting sidelight to this one, too. I've been itching to do a story about sex shops. Right. And there's a bit of a backstory to that, which is there have been all these stores closing downtown here at the Mount, and one week they're a kiddies clothes shop, and the next they're a travel agency, and next they're something else. And the one shop amongst a small block of shops that keeps on going year after year after year is a sex shop. And I thought, mate, that's a lot of stuff that you must be selling to horny people in the mount. So I went down and interviewed them and said, look, what is it that you guys are selling that keeps your doors open week after week? And what they were selling was vaping stuff. That is what's keeping the doors open. So there are a lot of people doing it. And I think one of the things that comes out of it is we seem to have a very free society which is becoming increasingly restricted. Mm. And I'm intrigued that people can't vape. And and I, I like the idea of them getting off smoking yeah but i think still the question is is anything going in your lungs i'm not convinced it's it's absolutely but but who are we who are we to say nah we we, we don't have the evidence but we don't like it so uh Look, so that's, what you know, they should do is film these guys vaping <laughs> and send it into the council <laughs> well, that will end it for everybody that's right it's when you see someone i see a cloud of uh, vape coming from behind a bush <laughs> you know and, and another guy comes charging down the beach, going, "You're getting vape on my car," and you know it's you know it's Max Christopherson. Good uh, and you're in trouble. And what would be worse is if they went to a concert on one of those lime scooters, vaping at the same time, <laughs> showing off their tattoos. That's just the end of it for me. Even now, it was Max Christopherson. Lovely to talk. Good to talk to you, man. For more episodes of this Community Access Radio Show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.